Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, The Brave and the Bold number 68, cover date October-November 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artist Mike Sikowski and Murphy Anderson, edited by George Cashton, featuring Alias the Bat Hulk, written by Bob Haney, art by Mike Sikowski and Mike Esposito. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go. Once I believed that when love came to me, it would come with rockets, bells, and Three of Batman's most notorious foes, namely the Riddler, the Penguin, and the Joker, team up. They expose Batman to an experimental gas which changes him into a Bat-Hulk. As the Bat-Hulk, Batman is a menace, using immense strength and chemical powers for crime. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with Dr. Husband and a special guest to explain everything. <laughs> Listener! Hello! We are here with the man, the myth, the legend, Billy! From Magazines and Monsters, which is a podcast feed which within it contains about what now? 147 different podcasts? Uh, 140, but I'm working my way up. Good okay. lord. <laughs> Keep working, you'll get there. It's so good to have you back. Yeah, it's great oh, to talk I, to you guys. Slow down. What? We've never had him here, we've only ever been guests on his Oh, Side. that's right. I, I didn't realize that. Yes, he's oh. a first-time visitor here. Oh, well, welcome. Long time is... and first-time visitor. Yes. Yeah, that is absolutely true. I've uh, had the pleasure to have you guys on a couple of times uh, on my Brave and the Bob show to talk Zany Haney, and what a coincidence why I'm here today. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Brave and the Bold, number 68, written by another legendary figure in our world, Bob Haney. Bob Haney. Mm-hmm. Yes, legend indeed. <laughs> that explains a lot about this issue. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see what's going on. I'm studying for my project management professional certification, which sucks. Yes. He took a week long boot camp um, wow. all day long talking to other people and then was trained. And I um, 
let's see what did I do. I had a I had a concert this week. I had a recital this week, which was went really well. Um, the room was quite warm though. I I was I have I have to take my uh, suit into the dry cleaners. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! It was just how was sweat. No, no, I was it's just like. I just sweated a lot. Um, so anyway, it was it was a great concert. It was nice to get up and perform again. Very gracious audience, and it was just delightful. So yeah, good to be back, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and a very lazy weekend we had. Yes, didn't yes. we? Yes, we recorded a podcast with another friend on Friday night, and then we uh, hung out with we hung out with friends yesterday for a dear friend's birthday, and went uh, uh, brewery hopping, and uh, I did spill a flight of of uh, beers yesterday mm -hmm. and broke one of them. Um, and I wasn't even impaired to the best of my knowledge. Um, I just happened to- <laughs> Just clumsy. Just, just, just good old clumsy me. Um, uh, but we had a really nice time with friends. So, and then I had a two hour nap this afternoon. So so that's why you're talking so fast. Well, exactly. Oh, yes, I did have a cup of coffee after my nap. Oh, I didn't tell you, I also cleaned the windows. So that's nice. <laughs> the ones upstairs, that is. Yeah. Gee, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> busy, busy. Oh yes. yeah, and I tried to go to the hobby store to get some. Um, I was going to surprise you and, and have St. Patrick's decorations on the front porch. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, of course, you know, it was closed today because it's the only one that I could get to was Hobby Lobby, and they're closed. Well, I they're, would prefer you don't. Jump I there. know, I know, I know. I should go to Joanne's or Michael's or something. So. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So, how about you, Billy? How are you? I am very well. Uh, I'm very uh, relaxed, excited, uh, ready to talk about uh, this crazy comic. I was wondering, though, if uh, the friends you went uh, brewery hopping with were named Stag, uh, Sapphire, and Java. No. Well, those are their uh, those biblical are names. Yes, that's their biblical names, but we call them Stagsy. <laughs> the Christian names. Daddykins and uh, Java Baby. Yeah. <laughs> Neanderthal Nitwit. <laughs> 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 look below everybody batman becomes bat hulk yeah batman and metamorpho team up uh in this issue of uh, dc comics number 68 november covered it november 1960 i'm sorry 1966 right yes yes number 68 now i did look uh to see what was happening in the actual Hulk comics at this time. And it was when Hulk was still sharing, uh, was it Tales to Astonish with Submariner? Mm -hmm. I think so, yeah. So he had not graduated up to his own title yet. Okay. And I, but I guess he was kind of a big thing, no pun intended, on the Marvel side at this time, 1966. Do you I, know, Billy? I think he was starting to uh, do pretty well for himself. Although the Hulk for me back then, uh, no offense to any fans out there, was awful because it, they couldn't decide what the heck they wanted to do with him. He was still only changing into the Hulk uh, at night and not during the day and just all sorts of ludicrous things. Oh, um, I was not I didn't ever pay much attention to the Hulk except when the television show was on. Mm, loved it. Mr. Uh, McGee, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. That's mm -hmm. weird. That's from the opening credits. But I. Mm figure out how anybody would figure out anything to do with the Hulk because what he doesn't speak well. No. And he can't think very well. What do you do with him? Well, you wait until the 2020s and you put him into the Marvel series and you make him clever and you and you cast Mark Ruffalo and uh, as to to portray him and there you go. Well, yes, yes, he did become clever in the comics. Though yes. I do know that. Oh, much. did he? Okay. Yes, sure. Hulk scientist. <laughs> Well, 
Batman has turned into Bat Hulk and he's squeezing Metamorpho uh, within an inch of his life. And that's the cover. And that's, in fact, the entire plot, the entire story. Well, you've got the three villains, the Joker, the Riddler, and the Penguin sitting there and just going, ha, 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 he, he, ho, 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 nice work, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Watching, so. Now, I do have to mention. Yes. The inside front cover, we have an advertisement for Batman the movie, which came mm-hmm. out between seasons one and two of the Batman 66 television show, which has these same villains, Joker, Riddler, and the Penguin, along with Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Played mm-hmm. by Weather in the film. Now, which made me wonder why Catwoman did not appear in this comic, when the reason is that Catwoman has not appeared at this point in comics for the past 10 years. You're kidding. No. Mm-hmm. She's going to be coming up soon in an issue of Lois Lane, but she does not reappear in Batman comics until after she's featured in the television show. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. Splatoon. Ha ha, ho, he he. <laughs> That fiendish <laughs> laughter filling the streets can only mean three things. The Joker, the Riddler, the Penguin, famously not known for his laughter. La- well, no, no. Rack, I guess he was, rack, yeah, rack, yeah, rack, yeah. Rack, All right, rack. I'll give him that. Yeah. But hold it. That other sound, brutal, awesome, savage. Someone else is giving Batman trouble. The trouble of his crime-fighting life, which means the Cape Crusader needs help in the form of none other than Metamorpho, the famed element man who risks above... Rises. Oh, sorry, rises... <laughs> above a terrified city to meet the challenge of alias, alias the Bat the Hulk. Bat Hulk. <laughs> oh, good, to, good to have you here, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. I Bat love it. Is hanging off the town clock, hurtling a fireball at Metamorpho, who is made of 100% hydrogen and will blow up. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't you like this little sequence of panels here? This is the outside. This is the closet. This is the secret door. Oh, <laughs> what am I, two? <laughs> yeah, that was awful. <laughs> hoping that it was going to be like a burglar or something that's broken into Wade Manor. It was going to... Uh... No, but we're seeing it from his perspective. From Batman's perspective. Except for the outside panel. Right. From his point of view. Which is... I don't remember seeing that very often. I don't either. And you know what else I don't... Recalls seeing very often Batman talking to himself in this ridiculous. Well, that's what happens when Robin leaves him alone and goes back to the future. (laughs) You know, (laughs) he ends up going mad and talking to himself. And I guess uh, what we recorded the other day was the issue where Alfred comes back to life after being the outsider. So I guess Alfred hasn't caught up to Brave and Bold yet. He's still dead, maybe. Maybe. Uh, It's night. Okay. And the two-legged, this is like a Mildred Pierce moment. <laughs> it's night, and the two-legged beasts in the crime jungle won't wait. They're on the prowl now. <laughs> now I want to do is grab my costume and a cup of hot Sanka. Delicious Sanka coffee. Now that's Patricia. Neil, that's not Mildred Pierce. Well, same genre. Um... So, yes, Robin, we learn, is away on a mission with the Teen Titans. Batman has to operate solo. Mm-hmm. I would think that he would... He is shown pulling his costume out of a closet and then going down to the Batcave. I would have thought he'd keep his costume down the Batcave. Sure. For ease of yes. changing. Mm, well, yeah. Off he roars into the naked night. 
the narrator desperately pleading with him not to go. (laughs) (laughs) My gosh. Wait, hold it, Batman. Don't go out in the naked night. Not tonight. Oh, too late. (laughs) Now, as the Batmobile patrols the desolate streets of Gotham City, click. Better switch up the TV hookup and see if Commissioner Gordon has anything for me. But it's another face that glimmers on the screen. The the Riddler. Ha ha! Greetings, bad guy. I've jammed Commissioner Gordon's circuit and cut in on my own. Now listen closely, Cape Crusader. Riddle me. I can't do a good uh, Riddler. Riddle me this. No, that's bad. Sorry. (laughs) Here's the riddle, everybody. If a man makes a spectacle of himself, what crimes will lurk in the heart of the ice palace? Ha ha he he. Lots of haws and he's in this yes. issue. Now, as you know, the Riddler always leaves clues to his upcoming crimes in the form of a riddle. Which is so stupid because that means Batman is always breaking into his his uh, in, in breaking into his crimes as they're right. happening, right? Yeah. Is that what he likes? He likes to be interrupted. Yeah, he's a masochist. Okay, all right. Um, what I don't like as a reader is that these riddles are awfully specific to Gotham City. You have to have very specific geographic knowledge about Gotham City and its businesses in order to solve the riddle. Would you prefer that they're rooted in Greek philosophy or something like that, just something more generalized? I'd like something that I could, as an eight-year-old child, that I could figure out the riddle, like Encyclopedia Brown. Oh, okay. Or Nancy Drew. <laughs> what do you think, Billy? Do you like his riddles? <laughs> uh, no, not really. His riddles kind of suck. <laughs> 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 so he says the Riddler always clues me in on crime he's about to pull. Got to figure out this riddle out, but fast. It's got to be have something to do with the Spectacles Unlimited Spectacle Factory in downtown Gotham City, which is right across the street from the Diamond Exchange. Ice is, of course, a slang word for diamonds. I'm assuming that these giant spectacles are not actual giant real spectacles that can bend sunlight. Right. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I odd. turned a page ahead. I turned yeah, a page. I wouldn't assume that. This is Gotham City. Okay. I'd assume that they are fully functional. They're fully functional spectacles, spectacles. and anything, anytime the sun travels in a certain path, whatever lies in its its path is doomed to be burned to death. Right. Yeah. Any ants. Yeah. Yeah, that's why there's no no uh, pedestrians on the streets <laughs> because they've all been vaporized by the heat of the sun. Yes. <laughs> They've been turned to ash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes, Batman figures out there's going to be a crime at the Diamond ex- Exchange. And, in fact, but second of all, did I have a first of all? No. Well, second of all, first and second, Batman is at the Spectacle Factory immediately across the street from the Diamond Exchange. And yet he has to drive to the oh. Diamond Exchange. Well, you know that maybe those are real working lenses, and he's seeing far away. No, because look at the outside of the glasses. Everything's normal-sized. Okay. Billy, did you ever watch a show called The Ghosts of Shepherdstown? I did not. You're not missing much. It's the worst. But Shepherdstown is the little town where we live, and uh, the Discovery Channel did a six-issue, not six-issue, <laughs> where's episode. my mind at? Yeah. Six-episode show called The Ghosts of Shepherdstown. And they had this whole ghost hunting team that headquartered in the abandoned church. And they'd have all these scenes of them driving from their headquarters to the scene of a haunting, which 
was literally is around the block half a block away but they would drive and drive and talk and carry on like they were had a really long commute to wherever it was that they were going just to investigate the haunting oh boy so if if the viewers have no idea that they're that they're just like i don't know driving out on country roads or whatever right yeah they could literally walk yeah from their headquarters to the place they're easier it would be easier just because they have to pay for parking don't they pay for parking and their u-turns are illegal oh it's the worst Oh boy. Yeah, I mean, that probably would have been infinitely better if it would have been narrated by Bob Haney. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, so your first. Batman. Do you see the, the first Haneyism here where Batman is hanging from his bat rope and looking at the Spectacles Unlimited sign and his uh, inner monologue there? That's, that's your first Haneyism. I've doped out the first part of the riddle. Nice. Doped? Oh boy. Doped. I didn't realize that was a that was a verb, doping. I mean, I know what doping. Oh yeah, that's an old timey figuring something out. I've doped it out. Really? Yes. Oh. I think Haney's trying to say something else. I think it maybe he's trying to admit what he's been doing before. Smoking. He's out of the type. Mm, he's hitting the pipe. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have an educational disclaimer on this episode? Because I'm learning something and I wasn't warned. <laughs> Batman looks really pissed too when he's looking through those glasses. Like, look at his eyes. Yeah. He looks really he's, mad about something. His pupilless eyes are particularly keenly trained on this diamond exchange. Now, it seems as if the Riddler has cut right through the plate glass doors of the diamond exchange and, in fact, is inside loading his burglar sack with loose diamonds. Right. You're a clever one, you kooky crook. <laughs> but not clever enough. I'm wrapping you up for jailhouse delivery right now. But first, you'll have to catch this package, old cape and cow. <laughs> so Riddler has flung a diamond out the window. A giant diamond. A giant diamond. Batman has to leap to catch it. But he instantly realizes that it's emanating heat. So he tosses it into the air where it explodes. Oh, I guess I wondered what was going on. Actually, the Riddler gets away with the diamonds. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It was a distraction. It was a distraction. Okay. Boy, do I feel silly. <laughs> I guess I did need to be educated after all. Because that was a booby-trapped diamond with some kind of gas in it. And it's lucky that Batman felt it heating up in his hand. But why? Why the elaborate gimmick to knock me off? So the Riddler's gotten away. The police have secured the diamond exchange, but the Riddler is gone. Now Batman has no time to ponder that riddle because suddenly appearing overhead is the penguin with his Mary Poppins flying umbrella. God, I wish I had one of those. Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) I? No, I'm not a penguin expert. I don't recall him having a flying umbrella before or since. Oh, gee, I don't know. Mm. Any ideas, Billy? That's a question for Bob Haney, I think, not me. (laughs) I do recall around this same time they'd have big gangs of villains in um, the Justice League. And they'd often use the Penguin as just like part of the villain gang, which always struck me as very odd. Wow, that's weird. I don't think the Penguin would want to hang out with gangs of villains, nor would villains want to hang out with the Penguin. Probably not. (laughs) 
morning yeah. Okay, where are we going next? Well, we're flying. Okay. Most birds fly south, but even the penguin. But he's the first penguin to do it. See, that's educational. Mm -hmm. Now, what gives two of Batman's oldest foes appearing in the same night? He says, uh, yes, Batman, though a bird-like character yourself, you know little of our feathered friends. For instance, you probably think there are pas no passenger pigeons in Gotham City. You are wrong. Ta-da for now! <laughs> so in that very first panel where he's flying off and Batman says, two of my oldest foes appearing in one night, what goes? Is that a uh -huh. snafu by the letterer or... I don't know because I have been watching... Uh, videos as part of my study for my exam and there's this australian gentleman who just like reads questions and then helps you figure out the answer and after every question he says how did you go in an australian accent which i will not attempt how did you how did you go how did you go what's it ribbit how did you go it's something like that yeah so i don't know if that's old timey slang or foreign slang Hmm. I don't know. I think maybe Haney was Australian. Did you just make that up? Yes. Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so Batman heads off to where? Uh, now, well, you know that the penguin never shows off his bird lore unless it relates to his crimes, but there really aren't any passenger pigeons because, duh, they went extinct in 1913. Everybody knows that. Right. So he heads to the city museum. Because that's the one place where there is a passenger pigeon, a stuffed one. Right. So he says, as Batman charges into the museum, he says, there's my pigeon. I was right. Very good, my caped friend. Go to the head of the class. And then what is the particular crime that the penguin does? He, what is he, steals? He steals the stuff? Yeah, he's going to steal the stuffed passenger pigeon. Is that a really bad thing to do? Well, yes, you can't just walk into a museum and steal whatever you want. It's just a taxidermied animal. It's not like it's a painting or something. But it's a taxidermied extinct animal. All right. Mm -hmm. I'll give you that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> apparently, he's got a live living crow inside his flying umbrella, which he opens and it darts out at Batman and sprinkles some kind of dust from its feathers. It's glittery feather. Yeah. Uh, Batman knows enough to keep clear of this dust, however. And, and the penguin flies away. Penguin makes his escape. With, I guess with the passenger pigeon. Mm -hmm. I think he took off with everything, yeah. What goes? That's the second cr criminal that's gotten away from me tonight, Batman says. <laughs> Do you think it's a short way of saying what goes on here? Yeah, that would be. Maybe like, what goes on here? Right? Yeah. I don't know. I've never heard anyone say the, the exclamation, what goes? Uh, there's about 50,000 things in this comic I've never heard any living person say, <laughs> or has anyone else. Uh, I, I, I don't like that the omniscient narrator is talking to Batman in slang. You're right there, old cape and cow. <laughs> So the Riddler and the Penguin both set some kind of booby trap to get Batman, but that's hardly news. But why do I still have this sinking feeling around my utility belt? That's We call that the pelvic floor when we're <laughs> teaching voice. <laughs> and he could have uh, stomach issues. Yeah, maybe he needs to go home. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
And that's why superheroes wear their underwear on the outside, because it's covering up a flap in their long johns where they can go to the bathroom if they get stomach disorders. Oh, it's a tough business fighting crime all the time. Yes, it is. Yeah. Suddenly, the gear shift knob. The Joker. This is a strange thing. Did he not notice that right away? <laughs> the gear shift knob of the Batmobile has turned into a head of the Joker. That speaks. That speaks. Uh, you hear my voice by pre-timed miniature tape recording inside, activated by the shifting of the gears. Mm-hmm. But that mm-hmm. also activated another little practical joke of mine, which, in exactly ten seconds, will destroy the Batmobile and you! You'll die laughing! <laughs> now, of course, the Batmobile is well-equipped to solve any problem. But I guess not well-equipped enough to, to keep somebody from slipping the, the gear knob off and putting the jokers on. Well, it's, you know, it's a convertible. It's The roof's open. Not okay. anybody can hop in there. I guess so. Uh, now... Batman flips on the anti-booby trap circuit with the intention <laughs> that he's also going to eject from the car. Uh, and he's gassed. And he's gassed. He wraps the Batmobile around a telephone pole. And he's it's Joker gas, so it makes him convulse into laughing fits. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Is death certain to follow? No. Watch closely, everyone, because you are privileged, indeed, horrified, to attend the birth of Batman. Poor misshapen Batman. He looks terrible. Now, this uh, art is by Mike Sikowski. Okay. Honestly, I have a lot of trouble telling the difference between when he's drawing regular Batman and when he's drawing the Bat Hulk, because he always draws his men big barrel-chested and squatty like this. Okay. Now, only the silent streets are witnessed because, as we've mentioned, there are no pedestrians after 9 p.m. in Gotham City. The newborn thing that was Batman staggers upright, lurches forward, and with hands turned molten hot seizes the thick wooden pole that has wrecked the Batmobile, burns it to a crisp, as well as his gloves. Then, as if satisfied with destroying the thing that has destroyed his vehicle, Bat Hulk stalks off into the night. Interesting. <laughs> On page 10, middle panel left, Bat Hulk is wearing gloves. But Oh, I, that's a colorist error. Oh. It's clearly you can see the jagged edges of where the gloves have burned off. Okay. All right. Luckily, Commissioner Gordon is driving by in a patrol car because, as you know, the commissioner, the most important person in the police force, often just does nighttime patrols. Sure. <laughs> now, he realizes that something's wrong. It looks like Batman, but it's in a monstrous form. And he also can hurl... Uh, fiery globules of heated plasma from his hands. Yeah, that's a pretty awesome power he has, isn't it? Touching things and burning them down. Sure. Throwing, yeah, mm-hmm. throwing mag magma, I guess. Plasma. Uh, I, don't I, don't, know. I, I don't know. It's never explained. No. Some kind of chemical reaction at the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, takes bullets right to the chest and bother. Yep. He eats them up. Yep. He destroys a police car. Uh, and he talks uh, with groovy lingo. <laughs> Next, I'm Bad Hulk. 
and there ain't nothing I can't take. I'm a chemical phenom. <laughs> Rob, that's a sports term, phenom. Oh, okay. I know you don't watch a lot of sports. No, I don't, no. So he can eat up wood, metal, stone, anything. It's all candy to him. Uh, on page 11 now. Mm-hmm. Why is there... Why is there what? Oh, I guess it's a park. I was going to say, why is there suddenly a wooded pasture in the middle of Gotham City? But it's going to the park. park. Yeah. park. Gotham Park, yeah. Yes. Uh, the police realize that he's a terrible threat to Gotham City, and they have to chase off after him. But as they pursue him into the dimness of the park, he has disappeared. His smoking footprints just come to an end. Bat Hulk has stopped, uh, I guess, to admire his reflection in a pond. Like Narcissus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you know the lesson of Narcissus. Yes, he drowned. Mm-hmm. Drowned in the no, pool. No, he uh, actually transformed from Narcissus Hulk back into regular <laughs> Narcissus. <laughs> Um, So he transforms back into regular Batman. He realizes that he had been Bat-Hulk. Realizes that the gas that the Joker sprayed him with must be the cause. Realizes that there's a conspiracy to turn him into a monster. They finally succeeded. So who is the artist here again? Mike Sikowski. Because this Batman is looks who's not in hulk form right looks very hulky hulky right yeah like he's port like he's packed on some thanksgiving pounds yes yeah it's the 1950s muscular muscular fat fat bit yeah like george reeve Mm -hmm. suck in your gut puff out your chest yep yep Mm -hmm. Uh, now he knows that he needs some help where can he find help with chemical reactions and things of that nature, there's only one place. Mm-hmm. Stag Enterprises, right? Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Many miles away, outside a certain mansion owned by a certain tycoon genius. Yeah. We finally, after 12 pages, get a glimpse of our guest star for this issue. Metamorpho. Metamorpho, who's deep in conversation with his beloved Sapphire, her father, Simon Stagg, and Java, an unfrozen caveman who works around the house, does odd jobs. Yeah. <laughs> and pines after Sapphire. That's that's his second job. Yes. Yeah. It's a little tragic love story. Yeah. Honestly, I if I had to choose between, I'd choose Java. I don't want Metamorpho's freaky chalk face looking <laughs> over me at night. <laughs> yeah. Good point. <laughs> So apparently they're discussing, uh, I don't know what they're discussing. It seems that Metamorpho's insisting that Simon Stagg only loves him for his element element powers. Mm-hmm. Regular Saturday night conversation at that house, huh? Yeah. Okay. Also, does Simon Stagg have a pet leopard? Cheetah? He does now. Yeah, I mean, I thought when I first glanced at that, I thought it was maybe just a statue there on the coffee table, but no, it's actually sitting on the sofa being pet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the guards who patrol the perimeter of 
stag mansion. Yeah, really those, are those his private guards? Those are his private guards. They always look like that? Well, I don't I don't know. recall ever seeing them before. I don't either. They're wearing um, hoods, like colorful, like, like the Ku Klux Klan. It's awful. Only purple and yellow. Yeah, but just look at the, uh, it doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't they just be private guards with, without hoods? And they have uh, giant S's on their chests. So stag for Stag Enterprises, sure. They must get into some kind of criminal activity since they're hiding their faces. Hmm. They have discovered Batman crawling around the grounds. And uh, Sapphire is very excited because she watches him on TV every week. She, then she, in the next panel, she turns to the reader and says, Reader, if you haven't seen Batman, you can catch it on Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. She doesn't really do no, that. No. But it would not be out of character. It's practically there. <laughs> He's so simply Super Marv and Fab. Mm. That's, uh, and then Stag, I love his uh, great Jasper when he sees Batman. God. Holy blue Hannah. That's a Metamorpho says that a lot. More, he uh, looks really creepy there, too, by the way. Look at Metamorpho's face. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have a no. He's like Voldemort with no nose. It looks like Dead Man, too, yeah. <laughs> uh, Batman relates the terrible ordeal. Uh, Simon Stagg says, this is fantastic. You'd better come with me into the lab. Batman was certain he could count on Simon Stagg. International, what do we call him? A tycoon? Magnate? Mm-hmm. Business yeah. or scientist? What is he? Well, wealthy tycoon, it said earlier. There we go. I don't know that he's known for his generosity or uh, altruism. Okay. Which Batman should be well aware of. So shortly in the vast laboratory of the of the uh, world's richest man, no doubt of it, that gas created residual embolisms in your blood, Batman, which suppresses regular antibody reaction. My blade is daggy. Intensive lingo. What are you selling? Oh, wait, that's Metamorpho. I that's thought that metamorpho. was a lot of Java. Sorry. No, Java okay. wouldn't talk back to his employer like that. Okay. Uh, now, Batman thinks that what he means is that the, ga- the gas causes the change into Bat-Hulk and will do so again because his system's antibodies can't keep it under control. And he has no antidote for him. Of course not. Yeah. Then my only hope is you, Metamorpho. Only you can control me in my bat hulk form with your own great chemical powers. I love this because now uh, Metamorpho has been assigned to be Batman's babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> also, I can think of a couple of other people that Batman has on speed dial that could probably control him in his bat hulk form. Like Superman? Well, like, yes, yeah. among others. Yeah. Uh, now, Metamorpho is sure it's not going to happen again because Stag has been wrong plenty of times. But just then, what do you think happens? He turns into Bad Hulk. Turns into Bad Hulk. Everyone is astonished except Sapphire. She uh, seems too stupid to understand what's going on. <laughs> He's directly in the line of fire. Actually, kind of looks a little turned on, to be honest. Uh-huh. She does. <laughs> oh, wow. She's <laughs> He uh, ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> My God, by Gadfrey. <laughs> Again with the great Jasper. 
Mm, yeah, something, Rex. Mm. Uh, now, Java, stupid little Java with a heart of gold, he charges in to battle the Bad Hulk and is just picked up like a rag doll and thrown across the room. And I think that's the last we see of Java for the remainder of this. Issue. It could be. I was very disappointed that Haney didn't find a way to dress Java up as Bat Hulk and try to fool the criminals or something. Yeah. What a missed opportunity. Rex, Daddy Kins. Easy, Seth, baby. Oh, we will see Java <laughs> later on. Yeah. Go ahead. Old hairy ears. Hairy ears. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> was just an appetizer for this creep, but he'll get real heartburn tangling with Element Man. Metamorphical versus Bat Hulk, the fabulous man of a thousand changes, fitted against, pitted against this newborn terror. Stand back and give him room. So, Metamorpho turns his hands into magnesium, magnesium mesh to muffle the malevolence. Uh, of Bat Hulk. It doesn't work. Bat Hulk just dissolves Metamorpho's hands. <laughs> Oops. Now, Bat Hulk is able to form his own hands into some kind of human shaped mold, which he clamps together to make a replica of Metamorpho. I guess made out of magnesium which he throws at Metamorpho and they get all tangled up together. Like a sumo wrestlers. Isn't this strange? It's very strange. Great Gadfrey, it's strange. Zounds. <laughs> yeah, now he's a uh, Thor, I guess. <laughs> so Bat Hulk busts out of the laboratory and Metamorpho is all clumsily tied up. Why didn't he just duck out of the way? Like he, Metamorpho would have had to go out of his way to become entangled with an inanimate cop. Well, I don't know that it is inanimate. We can't be sentient. We don't know anything. We don't know what Bat Hulk is capable of. <laughs> Maybe he's like a god. Maybe he's a god. A Hulk god. <gasps> yeah. That would explain so much. It almost looks like a, a department store dummy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Except in the bottom panel there on page 15, we do see that the duplicate has wrapped its legs around Metamorpho. So I guess it does have some kind of movement. Well, he gets out of this in a minute. Here on the next page. Yes, he just uh, turns himself into nitric acid and dissolves the duplicate. Now, Bat Hulk is gone. Simon realizes they've got to track him down. While Metamorpho goes to pick up the trail, let's look in on the other three weirdos, Joker, Penguin, and Riddler. Lots of laughing in this criminal hideout. God, how do they get, how do they talk? Oh, they're laughing so much. Are they all just crazy? They they're drunk. Yes, oh, I mean, drunk. I think legitimate Joker and Riddler do have diagnoses of okay. insanity. Penguin, I think, is just a dick okay but look at these little mid-century teacups that they have aren't those fabulous <laughs> I, did, I thought it was sake or something i didn't know what was going on there i don't know my my mother used to have dessert bowls that looked like that with kind of a little tulip <laughs> yeah yeah she did 
Uh, ha, ha, ho, ho. A toast, my comrades, to our victory over Batman. Yes, the final jest is deliciously ours. Do the penguin, Rob. Uh, precisely. Batman's for the birds. The buzzards, that is. Ha, 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 ha. Billy, you're the Riddler. Exactly. What's huge and stupid and horrible all over? Batman. <laughs> that's Same. good. That's fantastic. That's very good. All right, that's our playground assignments from now on. I'm Joker, Rob's Penguin, Billy's Riddler. Okay. <laughs> Suddenly, Bat Hulk <laughs> busts through the door. Uh, Joker says, don't worry, I can control him. Okay. Bat Hulk says, not so fast. Where are you? I'm at the bottom of page 16. Okay. Stupid brute, am I? Maybe. But I got intuition, pal. It led me right here, and now it's going to lead me on a super crime wave with you three punks as helpers. It really does sound like Joan Crawford when you say it like that. Thank you. Okay. I'll take that as a compliment. Hot gases from his fingertips. Great Eagle, save us! What's, what's small scared and at things mercy us oh <laughs> no the joker never obeys anyone i can control him i can i i get <laughs> away from me <laughs> batman or bat hulk sorry is shooting hot gas from his fingertips i have a friend who shoots hot gas from another place well i was gonna try to make a pull my finger joke but yeah uh now just then Bat Hulk turns back to Batman. The gas apparently is not making the change permanent. Oh dear. Who's that talking? Where? The Joker? What what's happening to him? I, I I no, that looks like Riddler to me. Yeah. Can't you see that he's changing back to Batman? The gas didn't make the change permanent. Penguin's gonna split. Yeah. <laughs> but why? What's one Batman against the three of us? True. Now, mm -hmm. these weirdos with only hatred in their hearts are closing in to destroy Batman. Batman's terrified. Yes. His stomach troubles come back. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, yes, bad guy. This is the switch on the switch. But for the switch on the switch on the switch, switch to part three, which continues on the <laughs> page falling. <sighs> okay. Part three, alias the Bat Hulk. We left the good old bat guy as the three king finks who love to hate the caped crusader the most closed in on him. Now, let's see what's happened since. Nothing's happened since. It's literally the same panel, just from a slightly different perspective. Right. Batman is trapped, but just then he turns back to Bat Hulk. This must be exhausting to have that kind of meta, meta, the physical change like that so quickly. You know what's a good thing, though? What? His costume is stretchy. Yes, yes, very good thing, yes. Unstable and, molecules. And a, his utility belt also, apparently, <laughs> since he hasn't lost that yet. Yeah. Look at that Joker. That's the, frightening. Yeah, that's like, uh, oh my gosh, I can't remember what the original inspiration for the Joker was. It was a silent movie. Oh, the man who laughs. That's what that looks like a direct reference to with the... Conrad Veidt, yeah. Hollow eyes. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the changes are coming faster and faster. Correction, Bad Hulk says, there ain't no more changes. 
That man's gone for good. He's dead, but Bad Hulk lives. Ha ha! Wow. <laughs> uh, we, my parents used to have a neighbor, Bob Mahaffey. Oh, I loved the Mahaffeys. And Bob Mahaffey, that's how he laughed. He would tell a joke and then he'd go, ha 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 ha! <laughs> oh, they would come over in the afternoon for cocktail hour. Z- hours. Hours. Uh-huh. And get drunk and yeah. then just walk back to their house across the street. Sure. But they were so much fun. I'll say. And they had a pool. We got to swim in their pool. Yes. Yeah. Those were the days. Those were the days. Sometime later, as Metamorphose, Stag, Sapphire, and Java attempt to pick up the trail of the fantastic thing that was the famed crime fighter, I will give them props for allowing Sapphire to come along on this. Oh, sure. She's a simple little thing. Yeah. She's not usually very involved in the adventures. Okay. Great Jasper. The Bat Hulk is hovering now in a bat copter over... I don't know what what he's doing because it's like a one-story building that the copter is hovering over. Ten feet off the ground. (laughs) Oh, correction. It's not the bat copter. It's the flying bat cave. Oh, okay. He's using it to charge a bank. And he welts the floor with his heat hands. Yes. And pulls out cash. Bags and bags of cash. Yes. Using my own tremendous chemical muscle, it's a snap to send this boodle up to the flying bat cave. Boodle. Is that a real slang term? So how did he get the bat cave? Did he go, I mean, did he, to the portable bat cave, did he summon it? Or did he take those three villains there with him to the bat cave to get the bat cave and to pick them up? He probably summoned it. And probably summoned it. Yeah. But the other issue is that his gloves are burned off. He's leaving Bruce Wayne's fingerprints all over town. Oh. oh. Uh-huh. Now, the three villains are up in the Flying Bat Cave. Bat Hulk has secured the cash, and they're hauling it up into the interior of the flying contraption. The villains don't like this. They're helpless tools of the Bat Hulk. Of course, he'll kill them if they don't do what he wants. Uh, isn't this what you always wanted, Joker? A life of crime and limitless piles of loot? Well, no, because Joker wants to be big man in town. And nobody's bigger than Bat Hulk, literally and figuratively, right now. Right. So the police helicopters show up, right? Yes, good. Next page. Uh... They cut the so the, the rope holding the money and the bad Hulk. The villains cut it loose so they could escape in the flying bat cave. No, they got the money. They just cut the they cut the rope loose. Oh, they cut the rope yeah. of the bat Hulk. Yeah, I see. Mm-hmm. Just then, bat Hulk ascends to the roof just as Metamorpho encounters him in gaseous form. Batman throws a hot molten batarang. At Metamorpho, there's only one way to escape. Uh, just stretch my neck slightly to the side so it misses me. Yeah. And this is weird. So then um, Bat Hulk grabs him at the bottom of page 20. Yes. And squeezes him like a tube of toothpaste. Yes. Right? And then, <laughs> well, you've, you're missing the lead. Okay, what? Ha! I'll squeeze the elemental juice out of you, fella. <laughs> <laughs> Literally or figuratively? 
Right. <laughs> the weird thing here is that, so as the powerful dissolving chemical paws of the bat hole close ever more tightly, he, so the element man escapes down the storm drains, two different storm drains and becomes two parts of himself. Right. And then there's a problem, which is, I thought was strange. He says, uh, so we're on there, uh, uh, the bottom, uh, the middle panel, is says, uh, moments later, oh, Rex lover, what's happened to you? He says, that they always said I'd end up in the gutter. That's a joke, Stagsy. Why aren't you laughing? He says, cut the comedy, Rexy boy, and get back into the fight. And he says, I will, big dome, if you just put me back in one piece. That's what's weird. He's in two pieces. Yeah. And he... Well, apparently Bat Hulk has ripped him in two. And... The bottom part of him, his his lower torso and legs, are still alive? Well, yes. I don't know that Metamorpho himself is strictly as alive as we would define life. Okay, and then so the next thing they do is he tells Jabba to rip a wire down and electrocute yeah. Metamorpho to put him back together again. Is that necessary? I've never seen that before in our metamorpho issues. Well, not in the ones we're reading, but I do recall an issue of Batman and the Outsiders, I believe, where metamorpho had been cut into several different pieces. Okay. And they did use uh, Black Lightning, used his electricity to reassemble and restore him to consciousness. Billy, have you seen anything like this before with, uh, with metamorpho? No, but I'm still upset. Why does Stag have to insult Java here? Oh, he does it all, all the, time. the time. My gosh, Java, you nitwit Neanderthal, rip that wire loose. And then, now you buffoon, plunge it into Rex's remains. It's like, leave him alone. Stag is awful to Jeez. every daughter. Yeah. yeah. God, what a jerk. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, we knew someone who had a lot of money one time, and... um. And they were just not a nice person. Correct. Yeah. Money corrupts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I do wonder why when Metamorpho was being squeezed to death, why didn't he just turn back to gas or something? Uh, yeah, I just don't understand why he has to be shocked to become whole again. I mean, it works, but it just it seems kind of impractical when he can turn himself into gas. Right. Well, right? He just yeah. Into gas yeah. being clutch maybe it was because bat hulk has those chemical hands well no that would be a logical explanation okay so it's not explicitly spelled out in right. the text however or text. or or he could have just given into bat hulk's whims and let his element juice fly <laughs> <laughs> there's an option i'm just Careful. saying well this is a family show <laughs> now uh metamorphose hole again but Bad Hulk is gone. Luckily, Commissioner Gordon has alt <laughs> signal God. into the shape of a Bad Hulk and is using that to direct our heroes, well, Metamorpho and the people that he's with, to the location of the Bad Hulk, which happens to be on the town clock tower. So go get him, Rex. Rex, of course. Rex Mason. Yes. Secret identity of Metamorpho. Quick like a hydrogen bunny, Stagsy. Up, up, up rises the element man to face the foe that has twice defeated him. Ha, ha, ha. You never give up, fella. Have a little fire, Metamorpho. 
<laughs> Blue blazes. Yeah. This is the scene from the splash page where Metamorpho is hydrogen gas that will explode unless he changes into something else. Immediately he changes into his humanoid form, grabs onto the clock second hand, just like Harold Lloyd. <laughs> That's a deep dive. Okay. Uh, as quick as thought, Metamorpho wheels his unique form into a copper spring. Springs up to the top of the tower where Bat Hulk is waiting. And this is where our little story comes to an end. Bat Hulk is uh, picking up a giant flagpole of sorts or antenna. 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 And TV it's antenna. Struck yeah. by lightning. Yes. Yeah. That's no TV antenna. It's a king sized lightning rod. And now, as if nature itself would destroy the thing that once was Batman. Out of Gotham's skies comes Fazaz. Yes. <laughs> you know, my stepdad was struck by lightning once. I know, in the parking lot of Walmart. It's true. He didn't uh, turn into a Bat Hulk, though, or no. devolve from Bat Hulk. No, no, nothing physically happened to him. He just uh, woke up. Uh, I think he was momentarily knocked out. Yeah. And he, he woke up on the ground. Yes. <laughs> what, what happened? <laughs> He struck by lightning. Was he being attended to by populace of uh, Walmart? Uh, probably. Who knows? Now, down on the street, Commissioner Gordon and the stag party have apprehended the Joker, Riddler, and Penguin. But where's Metamorpho? My freak, Stag says. He thinks he owns people. Uh, Sapphire spots them. Here comes Metamorpho with Batman slung over his shoulder. Unconscious. Right. Now the villains think he's dead. And they just start. Ha ha ha. Is ha, he ho, dead? Ho, ho, is, he dead? is he dead? Ah. Is he dead? If he is dead, you hyenas, you all. But the waves of laughter. Revive him. Revive him. <laughs> he's got to get up and tackle them which we don't see if that actually happens or not. I assume that he's not involved in putting them into the paddy wagon where they're hauled downtown to the Hooskow. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I love how Commissioner Gordon uh, says, he's awake, alive. Long as you three rats exist, he can't die. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Okay, so if one of them dies, he can die. But if they don't die, he cannot die. He's impervious to anything. Uh, well, we did just read the aforementioned issue where Alfred comes back to life after having been crushed by a boulder. <laughs> but it's explained that it's just his fantastic will to live because he knows he has to protect Batman and Robin and serve them lunch and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So he says, there they go. Ironically, their defeat is due to their own creation, Bat Hulk, backfiring on them. And to you, Element Man, I guess I owe you my life. No, Batman, you really owe it to a real sharp lightning rod and a lot of luck. 
Be seeing you on TV, pal. Oh, is there a television show featuring Batman at this time? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> and we'll be seeing more team-ups of DC's fabulous heroes at the very next issue of The Brave and the Bold. Miss it, never, read it, ever. And I can also report yes. we'll be seeing more team-ups of podcastums most fantastic comics podcasters <laughs> presumably <laughs> sometime in the future <laughs> for sure so what do you think of this issue billy uh it's crazy you know it's it's what i expect when i see uh bob haney's name attached to a comic book uh it was a little wild i i thought he was even a little crazier with some of his dialogue in this one i don't know if he was trying to mimic what he thought went on on the television show because I think he allegedly says he didn't watch it, which is probably a lie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. I really liked it. It was great. I mean, I'm not a huge Mike Sikowski fan, but Sick. I did like, yeah, I did like uh, Bat Hulk looking like a big goon. Like, he looked like a big ape in a costume, actually. Yes, yeah. So that was fun. I really did enjoy it. Um. We do. I won't belabor this text page that's in the issue, but you were talking about Greek mythology earlier. Yeah. yeah. The heroes of this issue represent the two types of metamorphosis most frequently found in legend and literature. Metamorpho is a shapeshifter taking other forms deliberately, while Batman, as Bat-Hulk, is an innocent victim transformed against his will. Both types are found in Homer's Odyssey. Menelaus, husband of Helen, tells how on his voyage from Troy, blah, 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 blah. It goes on and on and on. I wonder if Haney wrote this. Because it's all King Arthur and the house of Lusignan of France. (laughs) The Arabian Nights. Calendar's tale of the Arabian Nights, the legend of the swan maidens. Good night. This is so many words. I don't think I'll ever read it. No. Mm -mm. Nope. No, thanks. (laughs) It needs some spot illustrations to get me to read it. <laughs> right. Billy, where can people find you at? They can find me uh, on Twitter, uh, mostly, if they're looking for me on social media. And that is at Billy D underscore Licious. See what I did there? Uh-huh. <laughs> I made a funny there. And then, uh, yeah, you can uh, look for me uh, on uh, any uh, podcast uh, catcher. There's a Magazines and Monsters. Uh, and look for me there. There's all sorts of fun stuff on there. Yes, you do a lot of fantastic, like, uh, Bronze Age horror comics. And, mm-hmm. of course, you mentioned the Brave and the Bob. Oh, yeah, that's that's a lot of fun. So anything Brave and the Bold and anything written by Bob Haney. So World's Finest and uh, all the kooky stuff he did. I've been diving into it all. You say all the kooky stuff as if he did anything else. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> point taken. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, and you know where you can find us at Gogo Check Pod and usually back here each and every week. Right. And you know what happens when we get to the end of an episode. We say bye. 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 That is getting better. That's getting better.